Five Cast. Kings are coming at you live, but you'll hear us on tape delay. The day I have with me, it's hot, and it's cool, and it's just right. It's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> Theo, Chris, Joe, I'm Andre. No Anthony today. It's the 4205 cast coming at you live. Joe and the fan. 4205 video games. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced that Chris and Anthony are the same person. Big Joe and the fan. <laughs> Big right. Joe and the fan. That's fair. You never see you them never in see the same room. That's true. Yeah. One is a hologram right now. <laughs> <laughs> like Tony Stark in the comics. <laughs> wow, we got our own Tupac hologram? Yeah. Nice. Go we made it. it. We, we made it? We made it. No, I, actually, we didn't make Tupac it. Tupac hologram is a live projection. That's true, because he's not actually dead. Right. <laughs> Tupac is the modern, modern day Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start it off. What are you playing? Theo. Yep. You got some good stuff for me. Uh, I do not. What? All right. <laughs> we'll pass you. No, I'm, I'm pretty much playing the same things, but I did start, finally, the Sky of Five complete for the Switch. Wait, you completed the Sky of Five, or you started the Sky of Five complete? I started the Sky of Five complete. How can you start something that's complete? Because it has all the DLC from the previous versions. Oh. Mm. That's so why you stopped complete. playing it in about, what, 10 minutes? Uh, I'll give it about 10 hours. Okay. I just hit the nine-hour mark. I'm starting to... I'm enjoying this game way more than the previous Disgaea games. Like, Disgaea 1 didn't do anything for me except that Power Rangers little bit they had. That was pretty good. Disgaea 2 I actually never played. 3 didn't catch my attention at all. And 4, I didn't like either. I I know you're not supposed to play these games for the story, but I need something to propel me through. Do you like anime? No. All right, so (laughs) why are you playing it for the story? I don't... uh, I like this guy of I like the story. It's stupid. It's really dumb. But it knows it's stupid and it has fun with it. It really does know it's stupid. Yeah. It, but that doesn't make me enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come but, on, mid boss that did nothing for you. That was all right. Come on. That was all right. I thought that and, was more a localization thing than uh maybe. Yeah. Than which, which, which is still fine. And they yeah. named him mid boss throughout the whole game. Yeah. Let's change the name <laughs> to mid boss. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was fun. That was funny. It's no. They, I just always lose it. I'm like, ah, no, I don't want to do this. So why, so why play Disgaea 5? Because I keep hearing great things about it, as I do the previous Disgaea games, and I need a game on the Switch to play. Oh, it's on the Switch? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but Disgaea is a very good portable game. Uh, it's, yes, it's, it is. You only play portable. Well, I mean, when it came out, you know, it wasn't available on portable systems. Oh, you had the inferior version. Well, I suppose I did. <laughs> I had the inferior version of all of them. Yep, and then got the superior version afterwards. I, I've only played one of them portable, which is just Disgaea 1 on PSP. Yeah, yeah. That's actually when I... Because uh, back in the day when Disgaea 1 came out, it was incredibly rare for some reason. Because so, it was an Atlas game. They made four copies of it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, if it's rare, it must be good. Bought it. No. Yeah, that's, that was my thinking back in the day. Pretty Bought sure it. Night Trap is rare. <laughs> Night Trap is amazing. No, no. <laughs> it's really not. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> so I bought it for the PS2, played it, and I was like, nah, this is this is not jello with me at all. Then when it finally came on the PSP, uh, I think it was Afternoon of Darkness or something like that. Yeah. So I, it, was, it was exactly the name. Yeah, the I, it was it was more enjoyable because I can play it on the bus and the train, but still didn't catch, um, never caught for me. 
Five, on the other hand, the story is actually pretty interesting. It's still anime bullshit. Oh, yeah. But interesting anime bullshit. Yeah. Which, you know. Like One Punch Man. Yeah. Not <laughs> like that, but yes. <laughs> it is interesting. So it is propelling me through the story. And uh, the last time I really like sucked my teeth into a Sky game was three. And from three to this one, there's a lot of quality of life changes. So it makes like a lot of the proceedings a lot more interesting. I finally unlocked the um, the council, which you can do just silly stuff. A- as of right now, ten hours in, I could pretty much do silly stuff. So I can't even imagine once I beat the game. Well, which you do have to do to to break it. Yeah, they really you really want to break the game really, most I, of the time. I forgot there were politics in this guy. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, demon yeah. wacky, politics. stupid politics. Yeah, real life, actual po- manipulative corporate. Buy out, mm-hmm. or or you just kill everybody. That's politics. Yeah, <laughs> there or are some just outright kill them on the floor. Which yeah, is fun. there are some like that's old school politics. At <laughs> 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 two <Tuberté? laughs> there are some things that like are really annoying. So you you have an army like of sometimes like twenty characters, and you have to equip each and every single one. And that's there's no, a pain in there's no optimized button, and it fucking pisses me off to no end. And I'm like, well, I'm just gonna play the story characters then. I'm not going to use anybody else. But, yeah. I'm enjoying the game so far. I just want to get to the point where everybody says, you finally got to the point where you can start the game, which is usually, I guess, about 70 hours in. After you've beaten the main story most of the time. Yeah. So, it shouldn't take you 70 hours. No, the the main story is usually, in disguise, usually only like 40 hours, not even. That's that's a nice investment still, but... uh, I just want to get to that point, break the game, and then because I love breaking SRBGs. Like that that's, that's and a disguise, man. Disguise. You want see how do you? Okay, I so don't know. You I say you, I don't you, know. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know because of all the series in terms of breaking the game and like man, that's what makes the game fun. I love that's disguise. I love bad anime. <laughs> yeah, like I love strategy RPGs. I love breaking them. Everything about disguise and, and, and it never, never fucking, spoke to you. Never I don't fucking. Get I don't get it. I don't get it. You make no sense, Theo. <laughs> this one, this one, I'm gonna stick stick with it though. Okay, definitely. Um, yeah, because man, you want to see some broken shit. Oh, when the when the numbers just start getting real stupid, yeah. it's the best. Yeah. It's like the best feeling I in the world. I see that. I like big numbers. <laughs> oh, That's why I play RPGs. And the numbers get like stupid <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all I'm playing. That, that's all I'm. That's that I'm playing. That's new. This week. Well, I wouldn't call the sky five exactly new. Uh, new to me. Yeah. It's like I'm um, NBC. Yeah. I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> if I haven't seen it, it's new to me. <laughs> All right, Chris. What about you? I uh, been playing a lot of fighting games. I wonder why. I know because mm. it's Chris, and that's what he played. That's pretty much it. That's mostly something it. did happen as well. Well, I, honestly, it started before it happened. Uh, to be honest, because he's Chris, and that's what he. <laughs> yeah, but it was also just you know finally got hold of the PS4 again. Okay. And playing Street Fighter Five and trying Ed out and yeah, and uh, he's a lot of fun. What, I'm. What re- was he released like May? Uh, I think it was in May. Yeah, I want to say it was towards the end of May. Yeah, so he's and pretty recent. He's very recent. Uh, really simple commands. Very interesting character. Very interestingly, like simple character. or dumbed down. What's your opinion on um, that? Um, I don't know. Different. Because, different because. It still takes the same amount of skill to do a combo with so him. So he, he doesn't have any motions, correct? Yeah, he has no motions okay. when it comes to his moves, except for his super. That's it. That sounds like a stick character to me. <laughs> no <laughs> emotions. You know, you'd say that, but I'm playing him on pad just fine. Well, you, do you have to press uh, any 
cross buttons with your humongous thumbs because that'd be a problem have, for me. You don't have to press any cross buttons okay. with his motion. So it's like so like two punches, no, two kicks. Yeah, it's just two punches or two kicks. Mm. There's no uh, and a direction medium punch. Yeah, of course a direction on certain moves, but there's no like medium punch hard kick move. Mm. There's nothing like that. If there was something like that, then I'd say like, yeah, it's definitely be more suited for a stick character. But uh, actually, yeah, he plays just fine on pad. Okay. Um, you know, t- same thing. Five inputs to get his um, his mash move out. And uh, it's not terribly important. It doesn't come out a lot by accident. Like he plays really smooth. I really like, really like his design a lot. Really like how he plays. His song is awesome. <laughs> Holy shit, his song is great. He's uh, like a offensive theme. Like, well, oh yeah, yeah. Five total. I mean, that's the whole game. But <laughs> yeah, no, he's very much a, a offensively oriented. Mm. Uh, he has some ranging tools, though. He has like a, a fireball. There's no zoning in Street Fighter Five. There's a little bit of zoning. There's no there. zoning in Street Fighter Five. Uh, yeah, of course there is. No. There's, space, the there, there's <laughs> efficient spacing, but there's no zoning in Street Fighter Five. Not outright zoning, but no. <laughs> there has been zoning in Street Fighter for really some time. Mm. I don't Proper know. I think I think uh, Sagat would like a word with you. And also, Sagat's allegedly coming in season three. Put so Sagat in we'll Street Fighter Five. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah, I, th- I think I think it's happening. It's happening. Should have happened already, if you ask me. But mm. so it is just Psycho Balrog. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Cycle he's battle, got kicks okay. and shit too, though. Ah, uh, no. I he's don't got some that. kicks. Though. He's got some kicks. kicks. You know, well, he has like this kick into like was essentially a, it's a Terry Bogard move. Honestly, it's like it's like it's like a crack shoot if it traveled straight upward and turns into a power dunk. Mm. But it looks like a bird knuckle. Okay, it's beautiful. No wonder you like this character. Yeah, he's all, yeah he reminds me of Terry. I'm not gonna lie. Just stuff three of Terry's moves into one move. Pretty much, I'm like, oh, take it easy. That's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. So yeah, I'm playing uh, Street Fighter Five, uh, but a lot of Tekken Seven. Yeah, because Tekken Seven's a better game. Um, <laughs> don't know if I agree with that yet, but I really like the game a lot so far. Mm. Uh, Tekken Seven is fantastic. Yeah, it's the best, definitely the best Tekken game since Five, in my opinion. And I, I don't know if I've talked a lot about my experience playing Tekken Five. I played Tekken Five religiously. Mm. Like I had a lot of people to play with at the time. Like a bunch of my friends and I all got into it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we were all playing consistently. <coughs> Everybody had a set of characters. You know, we'd have random bouts in which we learned characters we didn't want to fucking learn. Mm-hmm. Things like that. You know, like Randall is really good with Anna. <laughs> now, for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am fun, trying to learn Tekken 7 by myself. Fun shit It's like not that. going well. No, you mm-hmm. need some, like, like any martial art, man. You need to train with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I've been going online. You know? Although, the, I, I played online a little bit. Yeah. Connectivity's pretty good. Best yeah. I've ever played it. I have game. I have no Holy problems God. with the connectivity in that game. Yeah, I, I forgot I was playing online. Yeah, the online wow. was really yeah. great. Uh, although my favorite thing so far, man, I'm playing through the story mode and getting a chance to play through all these awesome Tekken moments that have happened in the series. Like, mm-hmm. like the first one you play is Kazuya fighting Ihachi, one of your little kid Kazuya, mm-hmm. and you get your ass kicked. Of course, of course, and yeah. you get thrown off the cliff. But you like as Ihachi, you press the button to throw. Him off the cliff. It's a throw off the cliff button. It's so great because you got you know. Did you press one button to throw him off? Because nope. it takes two buttons to two throw him. <laughs> yeah, no, two buttons. It was accurate. <laughs> did it like button prompt you with throw your son off cliff? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> throw because you're off cliff. Pay after throw because you're off cliff. It's pretty great, and you just stay there unless you until you do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was fun. Although my favorite thing that they included is there's a flashback to Tekken. Yeah. Tekken 5 might have one of the coolest fucking introductions in all fighting game history. That's not the one in the dojo. Yes, it is. Okay, yeah. Because in Tekken 4, Jin has just beaten up 
both Kazuya and then he beats up Heihachi and he leaves them both laid out on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Flies away in, in, in demon mode, all right? And then Heihachi and Kazuya wake up in the intro of Tekken 5 and Jax just start raining oh, into the dojo, okay? And for the first time like ever... Evil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for the first time ever, Kazuya and Heihachi got to fight together, okay? And it's against this army of Jax and then it's playing the sequence... And then all of a sudden you're playing it. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's cool. Holy it's shit, a, this is really, fucking awesome. Really cool With the moment. music playing and everything, because really cool the moment. music in Tekken, of course, is great. Now, now, so, now, now, now when that, you say Jacks are raining down, you mean the character Jack and Jack yes. not the little kids game. Yes, yes. Jack from, as in Jack 4. Okay. Which was not in Tekken 4, ironically. Right. Mm-hmm. But yes. So, Wait, like stuff on. like that. I just realized every Jack is. Comparison cool. to the number that yes. the tech they're in. Yep. Oh, but there's no there's no Jack Tag tournament. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jack TT. Yeah. There's no Jack TT. Yep. There's, I just realized that. I was like, oh, they're up to Jack Seven, huh? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Just like Tekken Seven. Cause. All right. Adoy. <laughs> but yeah, so I like stuff like that. It was really neat. Yeah. And the ending was very satisfying. Mm. And I actually who fell who fell off this time. Spoilers. Don't spoil it. Don't spoilers for Tekken 7. No, no, nope. no, spoilers for no, Tekken 7. No, it's two months no, old. No, I'm spoiling it. Don't do it. Okay, I won't spoil it. But <laughs> someone, I haven't played the story someone, yet. Someone, it just, it's just been practiced someone, on my life. Someone, go, someone goes into the volcano. Cool. That's all I'm going to say. Someone I'm not gonna say goes who. into And then you fight. And then the winner fights Someone. Akuma. So Is oh. it Tom Hanks? How'd you know? Because he was in Joe vs. the Volcano. Good job. So I've been out of the Tekken law for a long time. Yes. So <laughs> I think Tekken. <laughs> also. So, wow. On. All right. So Jin turns evil to subjugate the world to then bring about a monster. He's Itachi. He's Itachi. From Naruto. Yes. Naruto what? reference. Why yeah. would they do that? Because that's that's what happened. So fuck. He killed billions of people just so he could just so he could save billions more. No. Needs no of millions. Needs of the many. <laughs> Look, he, he didn't say he was proud of it. It was just what he had to do. The needs of the many. When you, outweigh the needs, outweigh of, the even the more. needs of the slightly less many. When, you, when, you, when you've got the gene. Can't fight it. Yeah. And Jin, yeah, that was the plot of Tekken 6. Jin took over the Zaibatsu yeah. and declared war on the world. Uh, G Corporation, led by Kazuya in the shadows, stood up to fight him. Uh, world War broke out and mm-hmm. caused this thing to show up that Jin fought and probably defeated. As Azel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tekken. I know tech I know way too much about Tekken. When Tekken is starting to become Mortal Kombat. I love Tekken and I, I just I know it can get stupid, but yeah. I love it. But yeah, so and it can get pretty dumb. Which is why when Akuma was put in there and all the Tekken fanboys were butthurt, I didn't understand why. It's like guys, there's a fucking you have you have fighting bears and kangaroos. I and remember. Dinosaurs. I remember being upset about that because I don't want you to cross over the brands. But then I realized how dumb the story is, yeah, and I was like, like, "Okay, why? Why bother? Yeah, let's <laughs> be as like, anime as possible." It's like, yeah, fuck it, just embrace it. What it is, man. Like if Kazuya showed up in the Street Fighter lore tomorrow, I wouldn't be upset about it. I'm like, sure, okay, that's fine. Crossovers are good for business. It is, man. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Everybody Everyone wins. wins. You expand yeah. your player base, and everybody wins. Unless you have gems. Unless you have gems. Yeah, that's Fail. forget that gem shit. <laughs> uh. Well, that, yeah, so a lot of Tekken 7 um, and a little bit of KOF 14. Man, you've been busy. Yeah, I've been, I, honestly, man, I moved into a new place and I've just been really hitting the fighting games because I'm just getting in touch with what I love. Had time, had time to reflect. And was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking it feels good, man. Games, yeah. And I, uh, yeah, I might do something crazy next year. I don't know. We'll talk more ah. about it later. Uh oh. Oh. Uh oh. Okay. okay. We're going to Canada. 
Uh, Canada Cup. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it is really crazy. Totally crazy. It's cool in Canada, so I'm down. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, and there's less sun, Joe. We all know how much you love the sun. And it's terrible. And Joe, I, what are you playing? I am playing... Uh, Stormblood. What? All oh, right, we're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> so, prior to Evo, which is, you know, what Theo was talking about earlier... Um, there's one thing I look forward to at Evo every year, mm-hmm. more than anything else, and that's KOF finals. Hmm. Or yeah. just KOF in general. I love watching KOF at Evo. Mm-hmm. It is my favorite thing to watch. But um, since KOF 14 was the KOF game at Evo this year, I had realized prior to going into it that I, I had not played it yet. So I had I would have no idea what was going on on the screen. I'm sorry, 14 is the one that looked like the PS2 game at first. Yes. Okay. And there's a, there's a reason. And it still looks like. PS2. There's a reason for that. No, 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 that, no, that, no that, it looks that, like a PS3 game now, guys. <laughs> the re- the reason it looks like that is because you know it's their first try into this graphic style. You know they were bought by a new company, so mm-hmm. they're trying new things, and that's that's fine. They made it. They kind of made it work towards the end. It looks passable now. Mm-hmm. I still like how it looks more than 13. Care what anybody tells me. Yeah, I think you're. I think you are cuckoo nuts, my friend. But that's fine. Anyway, the graphics in thirteen, prettiest game of the last generation. Anyway, um, so I decided to familiarize myself with KOF fourteen a little bit before Evo, and it's a crazy game. It is not as crazy as thirteen. No, but it's still pretty crazy. Yeah, Um, King of Dinosaurs. And uh, I just started messing around just to familiarize myself with this and get an idea of what I was playing and how the game works. Mm-hmm. So I naturally just went right to practice mode. Of course. Of course. Which is As you all want to do. As I want to do. Because that's, there's one thing I like to do more than anything in fighting games. That's figure things out. No. Forget, like, forget like thing. beating other people. Forget like, you know, competition and, uh, you know, just strategy like no i need to figure out the mechanics of a game to see what works because mm-hmm. i love that yeah and then i can watch you know evo for all the strategy and tech i need isn't that like <laughs> yeah it's cheating no not even cheating <laughs> isn't that like jumping on the roof from the floor not necessarily no oh, okay not if I you mean, understand if you understand how the oh, okay. if you understand how the mechanics works mechanics you can see work. the game in motion and be like oh i know what's going on and i can try that okay yeah, for so, me it's like that yeah. then yeah. So I tried to get over the execution barrier before I decided to, you know, figure out what I needed to practice. Okay. But, you know, I have a bit of a character crisis in this one. Mm. Because it seems when, uh... All right, KOF 13 had, like, a really extensive, pretty crazy, like, combo system. Okay. And they really... Not very practical combos on top Not of very that. practical. Some, were, some, were, some weren't, but a lot the ones that were were very fun. Mm. And... KOF 14 has a similar style, but they tone it down a lot. Whereas you can't... In KOF 13, you can chain special moves together. And in this one, you have, like, a mode which activates, like, enhanced special moves. And you can... Some of them have the unique properties and use those to chain mm-hmm. into other things. But the X versions do certain yeah, things. Yeah, but, every, like but everybody's the different. Or, There's no, yeah. like, uniformity between characters. So some, some characters have, like, better combos than others and... You know, so just playing around with most of the stuff. Uh, Geese Howard is in this, Geese. and I love the hell out of Geese Howard. So right off the bat, I'm like, yeah, KOF 14 is really hitting, doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> did you get the DLC characters? I did not get the DLC characters, but the you know, DLC the, characters is part of the reason I picked this. But game the fact, but the fact that the DLC characters are Yamazaki, Whip, Rock Howard, and uh, 
Vanessa, yeah. who are some other cooler KOF Love characters out there. Yeah, that makes me very interested. But mm. still, Geese Howard is best Howard. No, he's not. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he so is. Surpassed by Son, but that's oh, okay. Geese Howard is best Howard. Look, yeah. Howard. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, familiarized myself with this, and just kept, and I just kept going with it. Mm-hmm. Like even after Evo was over, I found myself going back. I'm like, all right, I I now watched everything that happened. Now let me try some of the stuff that I saw at Evo. So I went back with some of the the characters that I uh, that I sort of liked and picked up. I went back to Geese. There's a new character called Luong, mm-hmm. who I really seem to mesh with. Is that the uh, the, the, new, the um, Vietnamese girl? Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah, I like the new uh, um, Korean guy. Uh, what's his name? Um, the Korean team. Yeah, yeah. Like the dude, he has uh, no shirt. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I forget his name. He's pretty cool. There's a lot of new characters in this. How much characters are in the game altogether? Uh, it seems that there's about twenty something. No, okay, no, it's more than that. Yeah, it's definitely more no, than that. Closer to forty. I'm trying to do math. I'm trying what? to do math in my head. <laughs> yeah, like I'm trying to do math. There's like. It's like how many rows of three? <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's at least 40, 44 characters in this. That's game. a lot of characters. It's KOF. You can't have less than forty characters in a KOF game. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a rule. Uh, and it, the, new, the new character, the new Chinese team, I really like. Uh, what's that fucking kid's name? God damn! Like some of the characters' names. I'm yeah, stuck yeah there's, there's just so many new characters. A lot of new characters. You forget pretty much all of their names. So is it like KOF uh, thirteen where you have a team of three? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the KOF. Uh, yeah, okay, that's, that's the that's, K- that's the, the KOF no. um, method, right? It's there. not and it's not tag battle style like no. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. two thousand three and eleven were. Okay, it's just you know teams of three. Mm. Right, it's old school KOF style. Yep, I really like it, but I like I like thirteen a lot more. Thir- thirteen had had more uh, more you could do, mm-hmm. but the damage is still there. The execution and barrier in thirteen is so it's too much. So Oh, off-putting. Too much. I'm sorry. Like quite it, too it, much. It, it made it made it. I'm not saying that like it was impossible, mm-hmm. but I thought like for what you had to do, for what you had to learn, I didn't always feel like it was worth it. Yeah. Is every character in the game like Crimson Viper? Not. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I mean, Crimson Viper uh, is an SNK so character. So the trials would have you believe. Yeah, the trials would make you think that. Listen, there's, like, the... there's so many cancels on like certain. Frames of a move to get to the other K- move. Oh, KOF thirteen Jesus trials Christ, will, make Crimson, trials. will make Crimson Vipers Street Fighter four trials look like Ryu Street Fighter four <laughs> trials. Yeah, <laughs> stupid easy. Yeah, in comparison. Mm-hmm. Still never finished Ryu Street Fighter four trials. Seriously, it's there's so like easy. there's like a couple of those really stupid links. That I really could medium into medium. Into I could medium. never. I could. Yeah. I still can't focus attack dash cancel. So that's fair. I hated that mechanic. Yeah. It's in Tekken 7. Thanks, Akuma. Thanks, Akuma. <laughs> but Akuma has it because he has a focus attack. And like, God damn it, I thought we got away from this. <laughs> Wrong. Oh, and also, Shin Akuma, when you fight him at the end of the game, he can parry. Just warning you. And he has infinite super. <laughs> Remember uh, Akuma mode from Street Fighter Alpha 2 Gold? It's in Tekken now? Yeah, it's in okay. Tekken now. <laughs> and you can only be double Kazuya for it, so ah. enjoy that. Mm. Okay. Fuck it's that. fun. <laughs> it's kind of actually. I, I had a lot of fun. I beat fighting it. games. I platinum that bitch. I don't. I don't know if. Uh, I don't know if KOF fourteen is something I'd want to play with against other people though. Mm. I'm having fun with it. Yeah. I, I definitely want to try and play with people. Like, I haven't it. found that third character yet. <laughs> I'm using Terry. I know you're all shocked to hear that. No, I'm not shocked. <laughs> I would have never guessed. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, 
Mm-hmm. I'm He's caveman th- easy to use, too. Uh, he, is, he is caveman easy. <laughs> well, I'm not using Robert, because apparently Robert is fucking god tier in that game. Yep. I, I can't figure him out. Mm. Well, it was not. it was easy to figure out in 13. I can't manage to figure it out in 14. Well, maybe we'll get the hang of it. Maybe, but I always like Robert Garcia. Mm. He was always my one of my go-tos. Yeah, Ken Masters is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> he, has a, he has a beard now. It's evil Robert Garcia. He's Although evil? Ryo, Ryo is still not Mr. Karate, and that makes me sad. There is no Mr. Karate in this game. Well, Ryo should be Mr. Karate already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop scrubbing it out and just well, be Mr. Terry Karate. Terry should not be wearing the hat and the red jacket I don't, anymore. Well, you know, he's wearing, it's more like a red shirt than a jacket. I doesn't say Phil Fury in his hat anymore. Yeah. Shouldn't be wearing a hat at all. I agree. I, look, I'm as much as I love the, the hat jacket. design. I'm all dude. Time, that Garo design was time a, to go Garo was a perfect natural fit, and, they, and he did go Garo in 2003 and came off 11. Yeah. So and then like they made 13 and again he suddenly his hair Back grew out again. Back to four. Like on. people wanted familiarity when they really really this came up. I'm okay with the evolution a little Not, bit. Not give us the give us classic Terry. Yeah, just you can have both. <laughs> yeah, give us a, like Geese has an alternate costume. Yeah, just have both. It's fine. Yeah. King of Fighters is a series that has prided itself on putting in secret characters of older versions of the characters. Yeah. How <laughs> many classic Kyo's were there in 99? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> there were a lot of Kyo's in 99, yeah, period. Like three versions of them. That was a storyline, though. <laughs> I know. Stupid, Stupid Nets nest. cartel garbage. <laughs> I know we're speaking another language right now, too. There's two fighting games <laughs> we just talked about that have nonsense stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> games have nonsense stories. That is absolutely true, but Tekken and King of Fighters have some of it's, the most it's, nonsense It's stories. incredibly ironic that the most, that the fighting game with the most coherent storyline is fucking Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it is. And it had a reboot in its story. Yeah. And it still makes more sense than the rest of it. And it was pretty good. It was really good. <laughs> and XLX's storyline was awesome. I didn't, see, I didn't play that. It's great. It's about the kids. And all the rest are anime. Yep. So by default... <laughs> Dre, what are you playing this week? <laughs> I am playing Final Fantasy Twelve. Yeah. Oh, whoa. <laughs> the Zodiac Age. Welcome back to Evilis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Final like Fantasy Twelve. for those of you who listen to the retrospective, knows it's one of my favorite ones. Might have been my favorite one if not for nostalgia. Who knows? Uh, I really love the world of Twelve. Mm-hmm. I love the gameplay of Twelve. Uh, I was one of those few people who was vehemently opposed to 12 as it was coming out. I was thinking, oh, it's going to destroy Square. It's going to destroy Final Fantasy. It's one of the going to be a terrible game. And then it came out and I played it. And I decided, you know what? It's a Final Fantasy game. I'm going to play it anyway. So I'm not going to try to fight against it. Yeah. So I just went along with whatever they were telling me to do. And I was like, wow, this Gambit system is amazing. I think your enjoyment hinges on if you enjoy the Gambit system or not in that game. It, it hinges on if you understand that the game is asking you to be a macro manager and yes. not a micro manager. Because Literally a macro manager. Yep. Yes. Because, uh, Literal. I absolutely hated that game for maybe about 60 or 70 hours when I played it originally until the game system just clicked for me. I was like, oh, I don't have to do all this small dumb shit. I don't have to put a potion on this person to heal them. The computer does it for me. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, this game is great. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want this. Like, yeah. It, it, I, I like just, you take oh. all the busy work out of JRPGs, yes. suddenly you're just watching something. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of, I mean, to its, to its detriment, but also to its bonus, you are kind of just watching it. But you were watching me play earlier. Yeah. And 
I have a lot of good gambits set up and some powerful stuff set up, and I was getting my ass beat. You were. And it made me have to stop, the rearrange. Game, yeah. The gameplay's in the setup. Replay, yeah. yes. Yeah. And, and what's good about the, that game is you're open to pretty much anything unless you're, like, kind of gated by the story. So that T-Rex that you see right out of, outside our uh, rapid ba- rapid, Robin Aster. Robin Aster, that will kill you. I mean, if you want to fight it. If you want to fight it. It's not aggro. No. So you can walk next to it and pet it (laughs) if you really wanted to. Oh, hell no. It's a (laughs) T-Rex. What's going on, T-Rex? I'll shake your hand, but your hand's too short. (laughs) See, that's how you get T-Rexes mad at you. You're making fun of their short (laughs) arms. fun of his short stubby arms. Give me five, T-Rex. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't reach. I'll lift you hanging. Game over. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So is that as good as you remember? Uh, Well... It's a slightly different version of the game. Yeah, so we never got this version in the U.S. Right. It's based off of the International Zodiac job system, which... It's bonkers. ...took 12 and said, you know what? While what we were doing here was good, we really intended for this game to have job classes and choices. So 12 was your... I guess you could say run-of-the-mill at the time Final Fantasy, where anybody could do anything and pretty much excel at anything, and everybody will end up being gods because they have everything and they're all the same. Mm -hmm. So the reason I hated the five before they became the same thing. Right. Now, this version of the game says, hey, if you want to even use the license board, you have to choose a job. By choosing the job, that means if you're a black mage, you're not equipping heavy armor. You're not getting swords. You're going to be casting black magic. So You're not you, going to do that much other stuff. So, so are you so now the, locked into that class? And you are locked into that class and you cannot ever change it. Sounds ah. great. Sounds great. You know, game. I, sometimes gameplay is made better through restriction. Yep. Yeah, I, I kind of like that, actually. That sounds kind of neat. It forces you to make a choice. So they kind of they kind of lightened it up from the original version because now they give you a, a, a second job that each character can yes. get. Okay. So you can use that and get approximate to the, the dumbness of what you were able to get in the original game, but you still have gaps. So it's like Bravely Default. Right, so you won't you won't ever have everything on every character, but you can still have a lot of things on one character. Well, Bravely Default had a lot of freedom with the jobs. No, what so. I'm saying, it liked Bravely Default. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you have your two job classes, and you can't ever change them. So your decision matters. So it was like Final Fantasy 1 in that regard. Yes. Yeah, that's what it sounds and like. That's a, and that's actually what they wanted the inspiration to go from. That's really cool. So I you can like really have a team like of that. white mages. They have, in fact, they, they have all of the Final Fantasy 1 jobs in the game. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, is not much of a stretch for a Final Fantasy game to have the Final Fantasy 1 jobs. But, of course. You know, you have Red Mage commonly lacking out of games and things like that. So it's nice. That's I, so cool. I would be crippled by that choice. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. Because anybody can really do anything anyway. Nah. It's more of, man, wh- which three characters do I want to give my favorite jobs to? Valtier, Ash, and maybe Fran? Fran's like the worst character, though. Is she? I don't remember that. Yeah, she's eh. not really that good. Ah, okay. But that's okay, because even though she's not really that good, she's still as good as the game needs her to be, too. <laughs> so like the real that. world, jobs are in short supply. Yes. <laughs> they also allow you to choose the same job for each character if you really wanted to. And that will also restrict you out of being able to get as many things as you really want. Are there benefits for that? No. But you can do it. So if you say, you know what? I want to have a party of six knights. All right. Go ahead. Do it. Okay. <laughs> if you really wanted to. 
which is I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting them because there's 12 jobs and there's six characters. So it breaks down perfectly. Mm -hmm. And for you to have the the best strategic options, you want to have all 12 jobs Mm -hmm. available to you. So it's not in your benefit to do it. But who knows? Maybe there's a challenge run like your four white mage Final Fantasy one run, which actually is not that hard. No, it's really easy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can't die. Mm -hmm. One white mage is kind of a hard run. In Final Fantasy. But it's definitely easier than like Four Thief. That was a hard run. Yeah. <laughs> Zero garbage. So I remember in the original game that uh, it kind of took you a while to get each gambit. Like pretty much you were halfway through the story when you were getting pretty. Oh, they give you all that shit in the beginning. That is no, that mind boggling. That sounds like even better. That's a game changer. Because that's why I originally didn't um, interact with the system because they trickle it out at such a pace where you're like, I'm not going to, I'm just going to use my old favorites. Yeah, they were, they were like random item drops and they would be slowly unlocked as the story progresses. Yeah. In this game, I mean, you, you do have to play it to the point of when they introduce a system to you. Yeah, of course. But then you get to a shop afterwards that sells gambits and the, the entire list. That's, you can't afford all of them. That's fucking great. And the, great. then you have to sit there, if you have no knowledge of the system, mm-hmm. figure out which of these are ones that you actually need to get. Yeah. And part of figuring out the gambit system is knowing that the AI is not that dumb when you're making your gambits. Mm-hmm. So saying like enemy, I mean, uh, ally all uh, life isn't just going to cast life on your allies unless they need life. Mm-hmm. So instead of having to like set up weird situations of ally HP less than 10% and hoping that the enemy kills them to then get the life off. Or, no, just... If, Anim- if, ally all poisona. If, okay. en- if enemy is greater than or greater than or equal to less than or equal to one hundred percent life, then kill. That's that's pretty much the gambit system. Yeah. <laughs> if, in fact, the most common steel gambit is enemy HP equals one hundred percent steel, mm. which will then lock you into stealing forever. Right. But then you pair up with your allies, saying party tar- enemy uh, party leader's target attack. That way, you'll steal once. Your guys will come over and attack it, and then you'll start attacking. Hmm. Because uh, I guess you have it set up like that. Yeah, it's like le- like a weird way of learning how to program. It's it's yeah. <laughs> I can see somebody like series yeah, of I, a series of if then. I don't know if you a- enjoy Excel, but mm-hmm. if you know, oh, I, ex- I write Word documents in Excel now. Pseudo <laughs> Su- kill the boss. Pseudo <laughs> terminal kill boss. <laughs> Excel is like the greatest. <laughs> Program. So I, I can see you really grab. I personally think like I, I initially when I didn't like uh, care for the game, I was like, no, fuck this thing. But when, when you really learn that system, I think it's the best Final Fantasy battle system, bar none. It's up there, bar none. It's it's pretty damn it's good. Really, it's really hot. It's list. the best mixture between old school Final Fantasy and yep. what we have now, mm-hmm. uh, without a doubt. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not as fast paced as 13s, but it also it doesn't get away from you as fast as 13s. Yeah. Because 13 had a, like, a light gambit system, kind of, sort of, but you weren't really in control of it. Right. Exactly. You control for your character. Barely. Yeah. 13 was more like, had like loose gambits with like the archetypes. Yeah. You know, it was like, you, you sign a character to do a role, and then they perform that mm-hmm. role. It was a little weird. Yeah. What was like the only Final Fantasy I haven't played? That in 11. But you would like 12 a lot, too. 12 yeah, I have a feeling really like you'd like 12. You played and liked Dragon Age Origins, right? Dragon Age Origins uses the same system, the same Gambit system. Eh, 
Not necessarily. Maybe not at all. But uh, yeah, it's not as robust though. It feels more clunky. You game. you Dragon, have Dragon Age Origins was also a uh, really hard on your resources. So mm. I don't know. I find I find myself just rushing to kill things quickly and then just running out of resources, just running around like I got nothing left. <laughs> Final Fantasy Twelve also was the first Final Fantasy that gave you regenerating MP for doing nothing. Yeah, which is very nice. That's nice. Because running out of MP sucks. Yep. But it's even worse when you run out of MP and die. Starvation. Every week. <laughs> you know, you, you run low on MP in Final Fantasy XII, you just walk around for a little bit and it comes back. Mm. You have some licenses that say if you kill an enemy, you get MP back. Mm. If you damage enemies with spells, you get MP back. If you take damage, you get MP. So it's, it's nice. It says, hey, you have these spells, use them. And they remove the damage cap in this game. So using your spells is very nice. That's good. Yeah. Because I've already hit for over ten thousand, and I'm not. I'm about halfway through. <laughs> That's good. Removing damage caps is very nice. Yeah. And you don't have to it, do anything to do it. It's just not there. Nice. <laughs> There's a lot of quality of life changes in this game. Is nice. Two uh, X and four X speed. So you can fast forward to I get through any four X speed. I don't understand. I'll never uh. understand it. Get rid of some tedious That's the stuff. the best thing about Chrono Cross. There's yeah. like minor rebalancing here and there to move some potentially uh, powerful broken things. Zodiac Spear. I remember it. So fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> they they change it so that the there are certain items like the Zodiac Spear that you'd have to do special things to get, or certain items that were only available through RNG that are now just always there the first time you that open the you chest. You have to be halfway through the game to get, and yeah. you realize like, oh shit. I messed you, it up. You opened a chest that you weren't supposed to open. <laughs> I opened a random chest in these sewers. So long, Zodiac Spear. That doesn't happen anymore. Good. So I can't wait to play this game. I already have it, but I can't play two MMOs at the same time. Fair. <laughs> so. Fair. Fair. You can't even play one. <laughs> Ouch. He's trying. He's made an effort. Yeah, so that's what I'm on. You know, there's... Bravely default, just on train rides and stuff, still going, but uh, mostly trying to get through 12. Uh, and since I really enjoy the game, it's a nice breath of fresh air to be able to play it again. Okay. So, that's what I got. It's a good one. Let's go. Good stuff this week. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a nice week when we didn't all play fun. Fantasy 14, right? Breath of fresh air. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, I, tried to, I tried to play new, thing, new things every week. Didn't always work out. <laughs> I it, it's, it's not that Joe ever doesn't try. It just hates everything. Yeah. <laughs> you all remember he the, tries. You all remember the winter of 2016. Well, Let's we not forget that. that winter. Oh, yeah. I also remember fall of 2016. Summer of 2016. 2016. Well, so, listen, Spring of 2016. After, after, after Deus Ex Mankind divided, it was because it's like... <laughs> So uh, if you haven't listened to our Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood episode yet, which is a spoiler episode, also part of the Final Fantasy Retrospective series, uh, we, we try to just get it all out there so that we don't inundate the, the cast with too much Final Fantasy XIV. Here, here we are talking about after, it. Hey, I'm explaining. <laughs> We're not talking about it. Well, We're big, explaining. Big difference. Big difference. So in the future, uh, you might just hear it. Oh, I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV. Next. Period. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Unless some actual piece of news comes out, you know, where it's fitting to talk about it. We're still talking about Street Fighter a year later. 
Yeah, I, 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 I don't. Honestly, if Chris wasn't here, I would never even talk about Street Fighter. Anymore. <laughs> Thanks, by the way. Anytime, guys. Sure. I, 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 that's what I was playing. <laughs> you asked what I was playing. That's what I was playing. <laughs> All right, so let's hit the break. We'll figure out something to talk about after we come back. You know, way, way back in, in episode two, our first episode, <laughs> yeah. first actual episode, not not like the pilot or anything, pilot. Uh, we talked about Evo as, as of the entire episode. We did. So clearly we care about this. Yes. Uh, Evo just finished. You want to talk about Evo? Evo 15 years. I would love to talk about Evo. 15 years of the Evo branding, I should say. Right, because it's been around before Battle by the Bay, yep. B was B three, B four, and then B four, which didn't really mean anything. Uh-huh. Battle by the Bay, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Evo uh, twenty seventeen happened. Yeah, with our boy Tokido taking it home in Street Fighter. Holy Finally, shit, man. Finally, is that a big deal? Yeah, Tokido. Okay. Tokido yeah. has been in more top eights, I think, than anyone else. Yeah, and he's never quite won the. <laughs> yeah. Also, the big one. probably been at more Evos than most people too. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> was. He's been at more Evos than. Lo- he's he's been in Evo longer, like in many times as like as many years as some of the contestants that were in Evo. He, he like, might have been. been he might have been there longer than Mister yeah. Wizard. <laughs> yeah, and he was in grand finals with a first timer. First timer PG Punk. Yeah, who. A baby. Got to grand finals having not lost a game. Yeah. He destroyed the tournament. Yeah, he killed everyone. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I, he was favored to win by a mile. Mm. Like this this kid, and it, even before the tournament, there was like all this talks that uh, like a few tournaments that he had entered before, and he was steamrolling everybody. Bit of a bit of an arrogant little twat, though. <laughs> Come on, keep it respectful. Until <laughs> somebody beats him. Prove him, prove him otherwise. Prove that he's not the best. I mean, he was he was known to, for popping off in the game. Oh, I know. He's a yeah. taunting piece yeah, of shit, yeah. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Tokido taunted him back, and he cried. To- to- Tokido. <laughs> Tokido taunted him. Yeah. In mid-combo. He did. He put him in his place. And then sunned L- him. Listen, <laughs> when I was watching... Because I didn't really see much of Street Fighter V, because I was, I was watching others. I was more interested in other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. So I didn't really see what had led up to it, but I, I kept up with the news. But um, when I saw, I watched, I watched top eight because you know it was the only thing left. Uh, <laughs> I saw F champ, Filipino champ, and Tokido in quarterfinals. Yep. And when I saw when I saw Tokido pull off some crazy stuff against F champ, I'm like, Tokido is taking it this year. Yeah, he parried a V reversal. A V reversal. Like he. He saw that. He, <laughs> he saw when he was gonna do it, and he saw it coming, and he did it, and yeah. he bodied him, and I was and that's and put F Champ in the camel clutch. Yeah, he made him humble, humble. so that F Champ had nothing that he could do other than shrug his shoulders and, and hug, hug him. him. <laughs> Champ, like, who is the the ultimate heel. <laughs> it's like you got me, bro. <laughs> it's like I parried my V reversal. It's Champ <laughs> is like Triple H, yeah. like in two thousand, the yep. ultimate heel, dude. Yeah. Like seriously. So Tokido takes uh, Street Fighter Five, and it was uh, beautiful. Yeah. It really was. It was I, I was watching it, and I was, I, I, as much as I want an American to win Evo. When's the last time? When's the it's, last time American won? Uh, Jason Cole. <laughs> 
Did Jason Cole win Evo? <laughs> Maybe he won the D4 or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's happened. Yeah. Period. John Choi, who's technically Korean. John Choi? No, he's American. He's American. <laughs> he's of Korean descent, but he's yeah. American. Uh, John Choi didn't win Alpha 3. Or did he? It's been so long. I no, he won Alpha 3 in B4. Okay. And that was against... America's overdue for a victory. The point is, yeah. that hasn't happened in a really long time. America does not win in Street Fighter. Don't win in Street Fighter ever. So did anybody watch any other Grand Finals? Anybody watch Smash? I watched, I watched Smash. And Smash. And Smash was very good. Actually, I watched almost all the Grand Finals. The only so one I missed was KOF. The biggest, the biggest complaint... Sadly. ...that uh, I've had about... First of all, thankfully they put Smash 4 and not, and not Melee. Yep. Yes. The biggest complaint about Melee is, and we've said it here, is that the metagame is solved so much that there's literally only four people who make it to the, the, the top four yeah. in mm-hmm. every event. There's, there's no room for people to learn. And, and those four, by the way, were still the yeah. same four people. It was Mango and Armada. Ar- Armada again. And won. And Armada won this year. This year. So <laughs> Smash 4 was won by not Fox... No. Not Diddy Kong, not it was won by Bayonetta. My girl. <laughs> and Zero, who is the most dominant Smash player in Smash 4. Like, this guy is he's actually got a pretty remarkable story. I really suggest you guys do some homework on him. He's pretty he came from Bolivia, like, to play Smash as a pro here. And he became the best Smash Brothers player in the world. <laughs> like he is the best. And the fact that he lost the Emo is kind of crazy. Mm. Because Zero is like he's so dominant, it's insane, and that that set was hype as shit. The 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 final the final set was probably when I was watching it. The, what I lost it for the most in Evo this year. Wow! And it was Smash. That's yeah. saying a lot. Yeah. Because he, uh, I'm sorry, it's Salem, Salem, Salem was one. playing yeah. as Bayonetta, went down a stock, and then was at a hundred percent. And uh, Zero coming in fresh off of his stock. And basically just needed to touch Salem to mm-hmm. win. And Salem takes him on a bail combo up off the screen. <laughs> so much, sick. Much like in the game. Oh, so sick. And, <laughs> and finishes the combo off the screen so far up that there was no way for, mm-hmm. for uh, Zero to go but off the screen. <laughs> and... Watching that series of them basically dancing underneath the stage. Yeah. Yo. That finals, those finals were That was a shit. very, very good final. Yeah, if you, finals if they great. wanted to have uh, to show off their game at its, at its best, mm-hmm. they did it. Yeah. No, they absolutely did. I, I was really impressed with those finals. Like, that was definitely... That was probably actually my favorite finals to watch, honestly. Obviously, obviously you didn't see KOF. I didn't even get to see KOF, so <laughs> I missed KOF, and I saw like the literally the very last few seconds of Blaze Blue's finals. Mm. So Blaze like, Blue I, was kind of anticlimactic. I missed, I missed, so I missed a couple of things. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't see because Melee was the day before, right? Yeah. So I didn't see Melee. I watched Marvel. Watched poor Chris G. Yeah. Get bodied. Oh yeah. Well, well, let's let's go on. Let's talk about um. Let's talk about the um the other grand finals. Let's talk so, about Marvel. It's let's last. Talk, let's, talk, let's talk about the swan song for Ultimate Marvel. It's last three. hurrah, man. Yeah. Swan song and a phoenix won it. Yep, phoenix. It's fitting. Book <laughs> book ending. I loved it. Book I, ending I, Marvel. Three I really love that. I didn't know phoenix was still a problem in that game. Phoenix is always a problem. I, I was like, wait, phoenix is still a thing? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God. The thing about phoenix is that I don't think this person using phoenix really won with Dark Phoenix once. 
Maybe once. One yeah. time. Yeah, they had one victory with a dark yeah. Phoenix last one. thing. Yeah. <laughs> the very last one. The one that counts. But the whole the, but the whole time I'm watching him, I'm like, he's, um, he's, he's spending he's, his meter. He's spending meter yeah. all over the Spend place. All with, over the place. The, with a Phoenix five stock as his active character mm-hmm. with other characters still alive. Yeah. He's he a meter. He'd have a five stock. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Level three Morgan time. Yeah. Let's go. I'm going to build like, it right back up. Oh, shit. And yeah, but he did. And he did. Yeah. He did. Well, his team is designed for uh, for building meter. Yep. Yeah. He had Morgan he, he, with Chum, the meter Chum, assist. Chumley on point. Um, Morgan. For, for the aerial superiority so we can Morgan assist for the meter on the like while she was on the ground. Yeah. And Chumley can just stay in the air indefinitely. So that team was sick. Yeah, like that, the way he very, oh. very, very efficient. It was, it was interesting to see a Chun Li. Yeah, you know, you know what's people keep people have been saying like Marvel doesn't got anything left, and then you look and he's there's a new character every year. Every year, year that's every something year. new. Yeah. Every that game, every year. that game's meta was not as done as we thought it was, and it, 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 every year, despite everyone bitching and moaning about Virgil being all over the place, you saw where, new shit where was Zero May Cry in this final? Yeah, nowhere. <laughs> Didn't exist. It was a thing of beauty. It really was. Like I, I, I'm gonna, miss, I'm gonna miss Marvel three. Marvel so, three, Marvel yeah. three was very hype. Well, Marvel's, I'm sorry, taken down by Ryan LV, uh mm-hmm. before we, yeah, yeah. talk about more over I mean, say, last over year's Chris over G. last year's winner, which Chris. I thought was fitting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Chris Chima said, like at the stage, he's like, yeah, I guess I can't back to back, but at least, at least he got one. Yeah, no, Chris. Yeah. G- I would have been. It would have been. It would have been real sad if Chris, Chris G didn't G take it. Getting it last year. year was real. Was real satisfying. Yes, and I know he he can kind of be whiny, but the yeah. dude was a legit player for forever. And it was yeah, nice he invented the archetype. Yeah, he did. He invented he the archetype that Marvel's won, and meta. then he invented the archetype that beat him. Essentially, yeah, exactly. Meter management with Morgan, like crazy. But you know what? That was hype. And yeah, I'm it was gonna, great. I'm gonna miss this game. I am gonna miss it. I am gonna miss it too. Marvel 3 at uh, EVO was always very, very entertaining. Yeah. Always, just, always, always something I look forward to. It would to. have been nice to go somewhere other than Bone Wonderland, but... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Well, at least they weren't always in the training stage. Oh, God. Yeah, that is... Although the Marvel 3 training stages stage is not bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's less excruciating than mm-hmm. Street Fighter 4's training stage. Because fuck that. A lot of character variety in Top 8 for this one, too. Yeah. There, you know what? It's kind of a common theme in most of these... Mm-hmm. Games that there was a decent amount of character variety in almost all of the games. Yeah, uh, let's go to Tekken Seven. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, Tekken Seven, which usually does a pretty damn good job of bringing the hype. Yes, time out game of the show. Oh, it was uh, good. It was yeah. good. Te- Tekken Seven, along with you know Street Fighter Five, kind of you know solidified having you know Rick Fox justified his esports ventures here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. With uh, uh, yeah. especially with like Tekken, Tekken Seven, two of his guys were in the right finals. I'm gonna say so this too. Like teammates in top two. Something about Tekken Seven that uh, something I didn't really mention when playing. This game is built for hype, man. Ever like the aesthetics of this game, like the the close ups for like the real close calls at the end of the yeah. matches and shit. They uh, the rage meter for comeback combos, the mechanics of the game built. For hype generation, yeah, they knew they, they, it's fucking they, beautiful. Bandai Namco and, and Harada specifically knows Harada Son yeah. killed it this yeah, time. Yeah, they know they really know what did. people want out of fighting games. I think so. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've never been a believer in Tekken, but this game is making a believer out of me. Mm. Yeah. It made me a believer. I've never liked Tekken, but I've liked watching it. Watching it. Yeah, I, I don't like playing the game, but I like watching it. And I certainly like listening to it. <laughs> <sighs> Tekken music. 
So always good. <laughs> it's hit. It's hit and miss. This one stage. Seven, it's, this one stage where it's just like. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, seven. I have to say, seven may be the weakest soundtrack. Mm. But it has all the soundtracks in it. But it has every soundtrack. So in it's actually the best. There's a, there's a few good songs in that in Tekken Seven. Yeah, but there's still some. There's still some really amazing music in it. Anyway. I got real tired of looking at Jack Seven's big bulky ass. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> Jack Seven is Jack, probably my least favorite, uh, like appeal wise fighting game character. Yeah. And there's some fighting game characters I really really hate, and Jack is like who, right? Pretty much <laughs> on the top of that list. <laughs> More than Athena. <laughs> More than Athena. I can mute Athena. That's true. <laughs> I can't. If I mute Jack, I still have to see him. <laughs> <laughs> He's just visually unappealing. Yeah, and I agree. He always he's always been an ugly character. Is yeah. he top tier in this game? Because he no. was no no, no really no. Like, and like, and what's funny is that in terms of tournaments, I always feel every time I look at a Tekken tournament, it's like the tiers don't matter. Three. The, 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 looking at Tekken, looking at Tekken tier, looking at Tekken tournaments, it's like the tiers don't matter. Yeah, they don't. It's it's weird. It's yeah. a very. Yeah. Tekken, Tekken is really just about knowing the matchups. It feels more of a rock paper scissors type of tier than a yeah. than a yeah. you know a he, stairway type of tier. Even one of the jacks got like four perfects on one of the dudes. Well, because it just happens. Like, well, Jack like, just does a yeah. shit ton of damage yeah. too. So I was like, like fuck. And with, with the yeah, like certain mechanics in the game, Jack does a lot of damage. Period. Yeah. Like his counter hits are a big thing in Tekken. Mm-hmm. So when you when you get counter hit combo, you're just like. Oh no! And then you know you watch your, you know you get the screw fall into the wall, and you're just like, "That's Where did the, my the, life the biggest go? thing." I, the biggest thing I noticed about every Tekken match I saw is that for the most part, every match started with wave dashing backwards. Oh yeah. What do they call it? Korean backdash. Yes. What do they call it? Yeah. Because <laughs> they a Kore- well, all right. <laughs> Koreans dominate Tekken. They always have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. trying to make space for because the, for the layman, the Korean backdash is. In Tekken, you have like a delay before you can backdash again, but you do another input so you can backdash very quickly again. And they call it for the, they call it the Korean backdash. It's a backwards wave dash. It's yeah. a backwards wave dash. Yeah. You're, you're ducking and your your duck cancels the dash right. animation. So like pretty much every match I saw started with both players doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and giving them like a bigger, wider space because they, they start you on top of each other yeah. in Tekken. Mm-hmm. One thing that that I liked about Tekken Four that was interesting is that Tekken Four had pre match movement. And they took it away as of Tekken 5. I thought that was the most interesting thing about Tekken 4. Mm. And I was always kind of hoping they would bring that back. They should bring that back. Because it was really I interesting add, to I think see the add, pre-match movement. I think it would add an extra dimension to, to Tekken. I, I think it's something that's... It already that's, has three. <laughs> but yeah, it was something I missed. The, 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 the thing I missed the most about Tekken 4, because Tekken 4 is a bit of an oddball mm-hmm. in the Tekken series, because it's kind of broken and very small roster on top mm. of that. But there's no clone characters either, so... Evens out. It evens out in yeah. that way. But I think my favorite thing about watching the Tekken Seven, you know, Final Eight, like as a dude that's not a fighting game dude, like the back and forth between a lot of those matches, like oh, there's no clear favorite. It's like okay, this guy's have like two up, and then next time he's down, mm-hmm. he's losing. Yeah, you know, like he got perfected. Yeah, like, what the? Like what is happening? <laughs> and Aris had me in tears. Aris is a great <laughs> commentary. He almost had me. Cracking up. There's He's so, so funny. So much good commentary to Evo this yeah, year. Yeah, he was, he was, Eris was on point yeah. in this commentary. He was so funny. He was so funny. He's so good. He's very good at commentary. Uh, and yeah. I, I didn't watch it on ESPN too because I was, I was at work watching. Well, he, only Street Fighter was on ESPN. So. Yeah. Who, yeah. Uh, did, did they have different commentators on ESPN too? Yes. It was Seth Killian and Tasty Steve. Tasty Steve. Steve. I'm like, okay. I'm looking, I'm like, why is, 
first off, <laughs> when I was watching it, I saw I saw I'm like, how did Tasty Steve go from a viral video of him going crazy over the green power guy in a green Power Ranger costume? <laughs> being in a suit and tie on ESPN. Hey, you know. <laughs> A guy named Tasty Steve. Leroy, Leroy Jenkins, man. What do you want to well, say? Well, he and, um, <laughs> what do they call that Ford show? Commercial. What does he call a show with Sajam there? Oh, um. Oh. Sajam, another commentary. commentator. Sajam did the commentary on the Twitch side. Yeah, with James with, Chen. With James, James Chen. Chen. Yeah. yeah, which was. Who's excellent. the best in the business? James Chen is the man. He's. James right. Bible Fump Chen. And he uh he was he was in tears at the end too. Yep. He's, and he's in tears Evo, every year. Evo's mm-hmm. not over until James thing James Chen cries or and or spooky, spooky sets, sets us free. free. <laughs> I had to I, I had to go back to Twitch for to be set free. Oh, yeah, of course. I had to go back to Twitch. I just I was sitting there waiting for it. I'm like Yep, I'm like, where is it? Like oh, get, get, do the credits, you. get to the credits. And, but they get the crowd into it now. <laughs> like they have actually the actual crowd go. So Yay! <laughs> back to second seven. <laughs> J- JDCR takes it over Saint and his uh with his teammate, teammate there, Rick Fox's uh, sports Sonic team. Sonic Fox. Sonic Echo Fox. Fox is the other guy. No, Team Fox. Was it the, the Rick Fox's team is Echo Fox. Echo Fox. Fox. Yeah, that's good. Sonic Which Fox is, is the MK player. Interesting yeah. enough that Rick Fox has a team and Shaq has a team. <laughs> Shaq <laughs> is energy gaming. Crazy. So, Stagum was, was really good. Yeah. So talking about... Uh, Hihachi and Dragonoff. Dragonoff took it in the final. Yep. Talking about uh, good commentary. How about those the Blaze Blue Tropical Fantasy guys? I missed the tropical fantasy. That's not the name of the game? Central Fiction. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Those guys were really esports. I refuse to call them esports because I have never... I I don't... Okay. I'm going to try to be nice. Mm -hmm. Because I don't... Look, they got... I don't know the situation. They didn't seem like they really understood the game on the level of some other commentators. Uh, and they were very awkward, and it wasn't a very flowing, good uh, commentary situation. And I feel that it took away from a lot of the hype of the game. It kind of did, but they they did at least explain some stuff that was going on. I don't really play Blaze Blue. I, I played Blaze Blue like once or twice. And well, I, you own Blaze Blue. I do, but I played it like that once or twice. Yeah, I own it too. Yeah. I played it once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> so I had no idea what was really going on like okay they're telling me that the that this character is doing a certain setup that's unblockable i have no choice but to leave them uh-huh. oh it seemed to work so <laughs> carl does seem to have a lot of unblockables yeah. i was happy i got to see a rachel pick in in there at least rachel was the character that i gravitated to that's nice. the witch right yes okay vampire when i played which vampire? Which, which should surprise absolutely nobody, knowing how I like to play my yep. fighting games. Yep, that yep. the character that has a wind button for keep away oh, yeah. is <laughs> the character that I gravitated to. So, top, uh, Grand Finals, Ryusei takes it over Fenridi. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I remember correctly, Ryusei was uh, popping off a lot during, yeah. the, Grand Final, during the whole uh, top eight. He was popping off for the entire thing. Like, really confident in his... Uh, like, I was like almost rooting against them just like can someone take this guy down a peg like, uh, like, their version of F-Champ yeah almost mm-hmm. except he doesn't seem as abrasive as F-Champ no abrasive F-Champ is very abrasive <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna lie man I love watching Champ work it, like it 
His his venom makes me smile. <laughs> he's saying he says some really terrible things. I know. <laughs> I know he does. All right. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm not I'm not saying he's a nice guy. That's his job, man. He's the heel. <laughs> Take the case a little far sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Blaze Blue happened, and it, it was kind of it. It felt like it needed to be the first one, so they could kind of shove it, under hide it. <laughs> But the fact that Marvel got underbuilt for it, it, it was kind. It didn't feel good, and I understand because well, Marvel had to win its way in, even though it, it wasn't like the last place in entries or anything like that. So, think about think about this: like Blaze Blue and Marvel are both games that, if you don't understand, you'll have no idea what's going on. And for us, Blaze Blue is the game we have no idea what's going on for. We understand Marvel. It's true. But, yeah, you know. I mean, I could see it, but I don't know. There's something about Marvel that. I feel that if you don't understand what's going on in Marvel, there's something about Marvel that makes it just more appealing. Yes, yeah, Mar- it's more visually. Marvel is more visually stimulating. And you just you know the characters. Yeah. So there's you, some there's some vein of familiarity there. Yeah. If nothing else. Or something like Blaze Blue, it's just a bunch of anime characters. Yeah. That aren't in anything else. Yeah, that are only in the game and the anime based upon said game. Right. So, you know. But not that to knock up the character design is bad or anything, but yeah, it's just very like, good, great. Even well, I love the character design of Blaze Blue. But as long as we're on the topic of anime fighters, <laughs> well, let's. How about this? We'll, we'll run through the next three, okay? Uh, because there, I don't really think there's much to say here, and I don't think any of us really watch these. But uh, Melee was won by Armada. I did, yeah. not, I did not watch Melee. I didn't get a chance to watch. And Melee. that's no surprise to anybody, nope. anyway. Uh, Injustice 2 was won by this guy named Ryan Walker, who I've never heard of. I've, I've watched Injustice. I would have expected uh, uh, Sonic Fox. Sonic Fox. Sonic Fox. He lost in finals, didn't he? Sonic Fox did not win Injustice. He was fifth place. Fifth wow, place. that's yeah. low for him. Some guy named uh, some guy named Honeybee was okay. pe- the people's champion of this tournament because he was using the Flash. Yeah, I heard. No, I his flash play was hype as yeah. shit from what I from right. what I heard. And I watched some of the highlights. Of I, that. I was wa- I was watching this dude 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 who won Noble Dragon, one with uh one with Aquaman, and huh. I just don't understand why you put a character that does thirty percent chip in a game. That is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Well, but they, yeah. well, Capcom did it with Strider, so why not? Pretty much. Yeah, Honey, Honey put on a lot of work, and he ended up switching to Aquaman, Aquaman a few times, and he did, he didn't stick with his Flash for the end, and I think that was to his detriment. But he was having a hard time with them, and it was fun to watch the Flash do the thing because I love the Flash, and, and Flash is super. Yeah, I was like really rooting, really rooting for the guy that used the Flash. Yeah, of course, you get fucking using the Flash. So yeah, I did, I did watch Injustice, and I did have a good time watching it actually. I like watching Injustice yeah. more than I like playing it. I feel yeah, <laughs> I like I, I play. I mean, Injustice is okay. It, it plays has, better than Mortal Kombat, I think. Yeah. But I... I Probably because it uses Street Fighter motions. Yeah, because you can do the Street Fighter motions. I'm a fan of that. And I, yeah, I guess... I'm okay. I'm just as okay. It's something I always like casually, but I'm never going to take more than a casual interest in it. I agree with you there. But I, I do like watching High Level. High Level's fun. Mm-hmm. High Level Injustice is actually pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Guilty Gear Xard, yeah. uh Chrono Fiction... Sharp hashtag Revelator Exard Revelator Exard Revelator Blah. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's all. <laughs> it was one by Omito. Uh, Unfortunately, I didn't I'm, get to really see what was going on in this. As a uh, as a as a big lurker of our Kappa, was really rooting for Tomo. <laughs> so Tomo was our Kappa's entry, and he got into second place. Wow. 
right? Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Sponsored by sponsored by the subreddit. Like for, <laughs> for all the shit posting and thick Asians they post, <laughs> they actually sometimes deliver. You know, and you know if if you go on our cap any day of the week, there's 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 two things you'll see besides porn. Um, you'll see people hating on Street Fighter Five. Yeah, what else is new? And people telling you you're gonna play Guilty Gear. So they our cap have put their money with their where their mouth is, and sent this really good Guilty Gear player over to Evo this year, and he made it to Grand Finals. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can respect that. Yeah. That's neat. That is putting your money in your mouth. So yeah. I can respect that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think there's really much we can talk about in terms of what was going on in Guilty Guilty Gear. I mean, to us, a little bit more familiar than Blaze Blue, but still kind of in that vein of Blaze Blue. Yeah. I kind of wish that it had a higher billing over Blaze Blue because I do feel that it's a more recognizable brand. It is more recognizable. Well, I would argue that I mean I think I said this for the first time I ever played the original Blaze Blue it's a fantastically constructed game like every character feels like, almost like you're playing a different fighting game Yep. and I really love that about Blaze Blue uh, and I think that's something that's held up in, in all the subsequent versions uh, Guilty Gear I like Guilty Gear a lot I've, actually I love Guilty Gear it's an offensively oriented fighting game Yeah. so yeah I love it ironically I like Guilty Gear too <laughs> but Despite uh, I, the fact it's an offensively minded fight. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree it's a more recognizable brand. You know, more people know who Soul Bad Guy is. I played Final Fantasy XIV with somebody named Soul Bad Guy. Exactly my point. You also played mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XIV with some guy named Tony Denza. Hey, Tony Denza was the man. <laughs> he was the boss. <laughs> like, he is the boss. I mean, come on. I'm just saying, he's the boss. All right, and Joe, take it away. King of Fighters XIV. King of Fighters XIV. King of Fighters XIV was won by... Uh, Et, who um, beat the who be, beat the tournament favorite Zhao Hai. Don't wake daddy. Don't wake daddy. <laughs> Zhao Hai was the tournament favorite, mostly by himself for himself, popping off on Twitter. You're like someone's like, "Who's gonna win KO14?" He's like, "Me, obviously. Wow. I'm gonna win KO14." Like, oh, I'm, thank you, thank you for increasing the prize pool, so I'm gonna win more money. Okay. Hey. <laughs> so well, he did win more money, just not as much as this other guy. Right. So, <laughs> wait, like, what? what? <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. I lost so it. So, for reference, <laughs> I, I lost. I lost it because I was. Uh, it was like late at night. I was, you know, watching it with, um, like, with talking with a friend on Discord, and like I had to mute myself just how for just how exciting this this. This stuff gets because I don't know if it's the game or Hell Pockets commentary because Hell Pockets does great commentary. <laughs> he does, but when, when he's not just when yelling, he's not screaming in your ear. Yeah, he's great. Hell Pockets does great commentary. No, I knew it. I know he does. <laughs> I know he does. <laughs> but uh, Et picks a very unusual team <laughs> yeah. in the final match of Grand Final. He picks Clark, Goro, Daimon. And Benny Maru, I think one of those characters is top tier. Benny Maru. <laughs> Being Benny Maru. Benny Maru is very top tier. So, so he just wanted to hug he just wanted to hug him, right? Yeah. Just walk up and <laughs> hug him. So it starts off very poorly as Clark gets body. This is the final game of Grand Finals. Like the winner of this would win. The, the whole thing. And he's picking Clark. So Tournament point. Yeah. We're talking. Tournament here. point. So he gets he gets his Clark blown up. And he this dude holds it down with Goro Daimon. Holds it down, take, like runs through the rest of his team with just this one guy. And towards the end, it looks like Iori, this uh, Zhao Hai's final character is Iori, who was like probably the best character in KO at 14. Iori's up for tier? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. That never happens. So he gets he's, he gets the advantage 
early in the final round and just comes up with this really sick reversal at like middle of the match and just turns the whole momentum around with this with this command grab super and that's that's why Chris is like going, don't wake daddy his whole pocket is like don't wake daddy and it's like, it was, everyone is screaming and it's insane and it's, and it's uh, you know there was so much character variety in the in KOF like even even people were like picking like new teams all the time this you saw so many different characters and there was so much new stuff you you were watched just from this just from the characters they selected well, from what was, I've noticed yeah. the game everybody has good damage output yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like it's a pretty the, the tiers only scale so much there yeah I imagine I think there was only one thing that drove me crazy and that is the character with like the dive kicks where you can change direction after the dive kick because why because oh, why I'm like God. Who's I'm that? like watching this like, <laughs> that's like the look like the person in the luchador mask of course yeah <laughs> uh, okay. I'm like oh my god these dive kicks are obnoxious <laughs> so I'm like please do not win this tournament he's we, on Ramon's team we don't like yeah. uh, we don't like dive kicks anymore let's let's do away with this so you know E.T. had the tech to beat that he had um, some character with a pillow <laughs> what's the character's name Maiten Kunin Something like that, something along those lines. And who I love watching King of Fighters every year at Evo. If Evo ended after KOF, I wouldn't mind. If the era wasn't there. It was very sad. Yeah, it was very very sad. But it's okay. It's around. So and watching Zhao Hai just hold that L at the end. <laughs> just watching him hold that L. All that shit he was talking. After yeah. all that shit he was talking. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> Especially since that dude Lord Goro. <laughs> yep. Got beat by Goro Daimon. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Watch KOF Grand Finals. I watched watch it, it after the fact. So. Okay, so you did watch it. I watched it. I just didn't watch it when okay. it happened. And then you just watched that final match. Well, I watched Don't the final match. Wake yeah. Daddy! Don't wake Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, earning his paycheck. <laughs> That's Evo, guys. Yep. Uh, good show this year. So, as always, they, they usually do a pretty damn good job of having a good show. This year didn't feel like E3 to you guys with how much announcements. Yeah, they, they were. there's yeah, definitely talk, yeah, we're, some we're crazy announcements this year. Uh, enjoyed enjoyed the um, the Dragon Ball Z fighters. Trunks looks great. Like, yeah, unsurprising. Looks like it looks like Trunks. Looks right at the right yeah. out the show. Oh, mm-hmm. looks beautiful. All right, let's run down the uh, announcements real quick. Yeah. So Trunks got announced, duh. Yep. They showed Trunks and Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Right. Uh, then of course, do you want to go right to the best news, or you want to save it for last? <laughs> the, the Blaze Blue. Oh, that was great. Uh, persona, stuff too. F- Persona P4A, uh, Ruby and uh, Undernight Undernight you Birth Crypt. Super anime ridiculous uh, crossover I'm four game crossover <laughs> yep. for franchise two on crossover. two fighter. I'm, I'm watching it. Everything was a crossover. Yeah, <laughs> I'm watching this thing. I'm like, oh, anime fighter. Then I saw Ruby. I'm like, oh, anime fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I was watching. I was like, Ruby. Oh, that's cool. Okay, that's neat. Let's yeah. mix all the anime fighters together. They just said fuck it, and I respect that. Our arc <laughs> system works is killing it. Yeah, it's was, killing it. Absolutely killing it. Between that, between this. Tag game, whatever it is, this 2v2 tag game, which is looking to steal Marvel's <laughs> Thunder again. Yep. 
that Dragon Ball already took. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> good lord. The hype on that is absolutely off the wall. Yeah. And they've since announced in a magazine Piccolo and Krillin. You should have seen the you should have seen the comparisons, the lines for Dragon Ball and the lines for Marvel. Oh I bet. Oh man. <laughs> Short and long, we're like it. <laughs> <laughs> um Street Fighter Five, Capcom revealed their new DLC character. DLC character from scraping the bottle of barrel of what's left of Final Fight. Abigail. <laughs> Abigail. Who's left? Eddie the cop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Hagar. Mike Hagar. <laughs> is left. Mike Hagar is left. Put Mike Hagar the, in the, the game. F- the first boss who appears on the television in Mike Hagar's office. Damned. Damned. <laughs> He's left. So for me, just ranting Dude that, in the wheelchair. I thought that. <laughs> Jack was one of the most unappealing characters <laughs> that I've ever seen yeah. in a fighting game. And and I was saying this to you guys while Tekken was going on. And then Capcom came by and was like, hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you Abigail. This guy's got muscles on top of his armbands. Well, you'll be pleased to know that Capcom actually <laughs> showed the, showed wrong, the wrong thing. He's actually smaller, like by 5%. Still, <laughs> still, dumb. still looks bad. Still sounds stupid and terrible. Not a fan of the reveal. They did show off uh, some Marvel Infinite gameplay in a new, brighter stage. So it didn't look as it drab look and dark. Jenna looked really good. Jenna looks Re- cool. Jenna Re- looks like the best thing in that game. Uh, the, the colors mesh with him well in that yeah. game for some reason. Gamora looked nice too. And they showed... I'll give the credit where credit is due. Obviously because, you know, the, the game clearly not being played at a high enough level. They, they had players who could play at a high level, but... How much tech of this game is known, right? Mm-hmm. But they had the, some pretty interesting looking, like, Infinity Stone combo. There was this one thing where they got, did a rush super mm-hmm. and trapped them inside of yeah. the Infinity, the space yeah, box. They activated the yeah. space gem and then they trapped them in a box. Yeah, that was neat. In the middle of the super. And the freeform switch out so that you can build your own delayed hyper combo. Mm-hmm. The, We'll we'll see we'll see some real tech. They got to work on some stuff still, but the game's not done. But. Yeah, I, I, like I said, as far as the, the gameplay itself, it looks fun. Like the game visually doesn't look great yeah, still. Here but I am talking about enjoying Ko fourteen. I shit all over that game too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, but like, there's a difference. Like but there's a difference. Like Ko fourteen was broke. Capcom is just lazy. That's I think all. Cap, that, I think that's Capcom's remember. I was Capcom's we, broke, man. Capcom's broke. <laughs> what are you talking we, about? <laughs> when we loved Capcom, they were lazy. Yeah. yeah. So we can't hold it against them now. We subsidized them while yeah. they were lazy. Yeah, it's, it's our fault. <laughs> now it just now it just seems like it's taking its toll. Anyway, yeah. Marvel Infinite. I like I like Jetta. Hype that Jetta's in the game. Yeah. And and it was official confirmation for him. They didn't yeah. really officially confirm it before. Yeah, it's right. nice to see. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan since, of him being since there. Since then, we've had reveals for Nemesis, Mike Hager, uh, Spider-Man, Spidey. and Frank West. Frank West just directly translated from Marvel 3. Mm-hmm. Spidey but, looks really good. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Like, I wouldn't mind the reused assets if they were going in the, in the same direction upwards with the character count that they did with Marvel 2. Because mm-hmm. nobody really cared about reu- reused assets in Marvel 2. Yeah, because there were so many goddamn characters. Yeah. Ended up using only six, but hey, whatever. Right. Well, we'll see where it ha- where yeah. it goes. And speaking of crossovers, this is the year of crossovers. I thought I was hallucinating yep. when this was happening. <laughs> I was like, 
I've been talking like, to you guys in the chat. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and then somebody fell off a building. <laughs> Geese Howard has landed in Tekken 7. So, like, you know how uh, people, like, fall into volcanoes and fall off of cliffs? Mm-hmm. And whenever somebody falls off of a, lo- a large precipice, they land in the Tekken universe. <laughs> and that's how Geese Howard ended up in Tekken 7. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Because, you know, if, if anybody is a professional faller off of things. That's what I was saying. He can get the Mishima's they even showed at the end of the trailer. He's like, oh, <laughs> I'm falling from the building. This is what I am known for. <laughs> <laughs> they, was, they, they were very self-aware. They know. They, they know. What's going like, on. Geese is a meme tier character. That's why he's in this game. <laughs> The best geese. comment I saw when they unveiled it was like unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely true. Yeah. Oh my god! Anything wasn't predictable. <laughs> it was Geese Howard and Tekken Seven. I lost my shit. He like, looks great. He looks fantastic. I like. I feel like my entire life has been building. <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude. I couldn't believe it. I. Re- I just. I, I was it floored. Took, I was it, floored. It took Bandai Namco. Now that Akuma's in this game too. It took Bandai Namco to give us Capcom versus SNK three. Yep. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and there's still two more guest characters. I can't coming out. even wait now. Like, how do you, where'd you go? Where'd you JoJo's, go? Bizarre, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Well, that's just going to make everyone scratch their heads and go, <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, they need to have Virtual Fighter in there so that they can now go from Capcom SNK 3 to Project Cross Zone 3. Yep. Oh, shit. Absolutely. Have an adventure mode like in Tekken <laughs> 5. Exactly. So Akira will be in there or somebody else Probably from Pi. Virtual Fighter. Yeah. I think Akira. Nobody does his martial art in Did they have the, They'd have to have the trailer. No, Leo with Paul does, actually. They'd have Leo to, has that. They'd have to, if they're going to put Akira in the game, they have to do the hype trailer with Paul Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. my, brain, my brain would not be able to handle that. Because like, you have the elbow versus the Phoenix Smasher, and yeah. the screen explodes. Like, it's the best thing ever. Like every time Heihachi and uh, Akuma punch each other, it's just an explosion. And like they fly back. <laughs> and neither of them die. Well, I mean, Akuma's still scrubbing it. Akuma yeah. can't kill anybody, so <laughs> like, Akuma shit. will punch him off the building. I'm like, shit, now I'll never kill him. <laughs> and Geese is like, yes, yes, yes <laughs> my universe where I can jump off of high things and yeah. <laughs> See you next time, bitches. I am home. Shippuken. <laughs> Shippuken. <laughs> That's allegedly how he invented the Shippuken. <laughs> really? That canonically. Falling off of a building yeah, and they to save his life. Again. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's 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 does, Fatal Fury does, canon, baby. It does thrust him backwards. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, God damn it! I love this. I really, I'm really hoping this does a lot for everybody. Like these crossover characters mm-hmm. really help the whole thing. Because we talk a lot. People talk a lot about fighting games after Evo, and it doesn't really seem to last that long. Um, and it's kind of a shame, but it's it's. It, it just basically shows you, like, why fighting games aren't as mainstream as we'd like them to be. Because as awesome as it looks to watch these people play these games at that level, to in order to replicate that takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of uh, just mechanical, mechanical skill and dexterity that you might not even just have. I have a friend who wants yeah. to get into it, and I told him, I'm like, you know, man, you're, I'm going to teach you how to play Street Fighter, right? But you have to understand something. I've been playing fighting games since practically I can walk. <laughs> okay. And that's, you know, just under 30 years of, of playing of playing Street Fighter. And mm-hmm. I really think about it. And I try to explain them, like, it's going to be hard. <laughs> like, yeah. learning to play Street Fighter is 
art. And people give up. There's and a, there's a level of patience that you need to learn how to play fighting games. Yeah. And uh, patience and willingness to lose. Be and willing er- to lose. In an yeah. era of times for speed. Yeah. yeah. Is probably still too slow. Yeah. <laughs> and the drive. You need the drive. You have to want to be good. Because it's the only way you're going to dedicate that much time. It's not, it's not only needing, it's only not only wanting to be good. It's having the patience to get good. Well, yeah, because yeah. you're getting you're getting better each time you lose. Yeah, each time you lose. Uh, yeah. In theory. In theory. I mean, if you're willing to be care enough to and analyze, and it's still frustrating. But there's no right. There's you can't really tell your progress. You get smashed three rounds in a row, and you just. You don't know that you're making progress. You are, but it doesn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Especially and if you're playing someone who's as way long as, as long as you're asking the question of why, why did, did that I happen? lose? Yeah. Why did that? And it's, if you have the means to answer that question, then you'll improve. Yeah. I have a friend. He legit wants to get into it, and I, I explained to him like, "Look, this is not going to be easy." And I told him like, "I want you." I, I told him like, "I'd prefer that you found someone who also wants to learn, so I can teach you both." Because then you can play each other on each other's level. That's the way. That's the way we got good. Yeah, Joe. The fact that you and, and that's how Dre and I got good at Third Strike. Yeah. You and I got good at Alpha because we played each other non fucking stop yeah. all the time. Alpha two and Marvel. Well, we were lear- we were learning. Time. We were every game that came out. We learned together. We learned together until we stopped learning together, and then yeah, and so, then Dre and I got good in Third Strike that way. Hearing you guys say that in this gaming culture now, where there's nothing but like pretty much online gaming, and people want that dopamine drip of always. You know, getting a reward. Do you think that's possible in today's day and age? Tekken's yeah. doing it. Tekken's doing it just fine. Uh, the thing is about the online is that Mortal Kombat's doing it too. As yeah, much as I hate to admit it, I I would say, yeah, I think it's possible. Mm. Absolutely, I think uh, having enough single player content to keep the casual engaged, so like like if they enjoy the game enough that they take it online and they play people on their level and they have fun, like Tekken Seven. Tekken 7 has a really good filter where you can only play like you can only like play people who are a couple ranks above you. Yeah. Which is nice. You know, it's all entirely experience based. Just you've got to rank just by winning and playing a certain amount of time. So you know, if you're playing someone who's good, they're gonna crush you. Mm-hmm. But you can also beat someone who's sort of close to you in level. It's the the matchmaking's very good in Tekken. I really like the way the matchmaking works in Tekken a lot. Uh I would say, like, in Street Fighter, you can play in the player matches, and it's less pressure, uh, because you're not playing for the rank points, mm-hmm. so you, it, it creates a, a somewhat safer environment, so you can still enjoy yourself, and you're still gaining fight money for playing, and for playing player matches, so, but, yeah, it's... Playing people online is, is a bit of a different experience. Than much different. It's, it's, much it's, different. It's so much different, honestly. Like, I don't enjoy the online experience yeah. as much as I enjoy playing someone one-on-one. But in order to be good at this, you sort of have to like it. You, you have, have to. to like it. That's kind of the point I'm trying to get yeah, at. Yeah, you kind of have to now. It, playing online is important because it teaches you the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it teach, sometimes it teaches you bad habits. Yeah. You go away with online only. Because really. one of the key things you always hear in Evo, especially this one, is like if somebody has, you know... A demographic to play against or like oh that doesn't have a, a good street fighter scene or you know ki scene and stuff like that i mean there's there's reasons i, I mean <sighs> the gaming community is different everywhere in the world mm-hmm. like japan's gaming community is still social yeah it's super social in fact 
everybody in the gaming community in Japan, they will tell you how they beat your ass. Like even to- even Tokido, Tokido in his in his um, victory speech, was like I had help. Yeah, like Mago's my training. I had Mago. I had Mago. Mago taught me the matchup. If I didn't have Mago, I would not be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's that's the that's the aesthetic in Japanese uh, play in in terms of Street Fighter and fighting games. Yeah, they learn they learn from each other. They learn from each other because if everyone's good, everyone only gets better. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone's good, it's not just one person steamrolling everybody. A high tide raises all ships. Exactly. And I I'm a very big proponent of that. That's why I like teaching people to play fighting games. Mm-hmm. But the mentality is a little different here and. It can be tough teaching. This someone. this is the this is the area where if you knew how to do a Hadouken, you did not tell anybody how to do it. Yeah, back then, <laughs> and that's <laughs> a problem, and that's why so that's why U.S. got if you really want to understand the components as to why the U.S. got their asses kicked in fighting games for so many years, it's that attitude. Yeah, that, that hold the tech, hold attitude. the tech. Not, not like, hey, I look what the, I found. Let's be ready for this. Yeah, fuck I have that. the tech. I'm saving it for Evo. Saving for Evo. I'm saving right. for the money. I want to make sure I don't lose my quarter. I'm saving my secrets. I'm not going to tell you how to do this fatality. Like, that's just how we were. Yeah, I get it. I understand. It's just it's a cultural difference. Mm. You know, I was always the guy. That, I, I was always the teaching guy. I'm like, I, whenever I found something, I'm like, I'm going to spread this knowledge because I want I want more people to play these games. Yeah, I will always want people to play Street Fighter. Yeah, always. And it's only going to be done is if they can compete with me. And I'd like that. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry oh. if that was a random tangent. Yeah, fighting games, <laughs> fighting games are cyclical. But they're great. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's wrap it up. Uh, Evo, like I said before, it's been great, uh, but we can't talk about it forever. No. Tokido said it, though. Fighting games mm-hmm. are great. Fighting games are great. Fighting games are great. He did Fighting say that. games are great, man. And, <laughs> I, I, and it's not as true. Not as uh, profound. Not as not as profound or catching <laughs> as download complete, <laughs> which is exactly <laughs> what happened. Yep. Uh, I've never seen somebody get cracked so hard. Holy shit! Dre, Dre put a picture of like the wall crack. <laughs> <laughs> the increasingly bigger crack. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's getting opened up so bad. Every single year, like, I, I absolutely enjoy watching Evo, but then every year I watch, I'm like, I can, I won't be that. I'll never be this level. Um, you know, man. Hey, I, uh, all it takes to be at that level is a willingness. I don't have it. I, uh, right. <laughs> if you don't have the willingness, then you can understand it. And speaking of the willingness, uh, I think I want to go next year. I assume that's what you alluded to earlier. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I think I want to do it. Yeah, you, you know, you want to be the second... Because, uh, yeah. you know, I was the first. Yeah, well, I got I to gotta outperform you, bro. Ooh. Well, maybe I'll just have to go. <laughs> and might have to go with me, Maybe dude. I just have to O2 drop. No. Got to be no. the inaugural winner of Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah, Dre. I would love for you to take that fucking title. <laughs> I'll just... I don't even know the characters. I'm just going to random select straight through that tournament. <laughs> oh my beat the shit out of everybody. You'd be a goddamn legend if you did Dude, that. Dude, that, that, would, that would be the most amazing thing. In the interview, they're all the same. It doesn't matter who I pick. <laughs> the blonde hair guy, right? <laughs> Whatever. What, is it, what does it matter? Goku, Gohan, go fuck yourself. Gogeta, Chrono, I don't fucking know. Oh, no, Whatever. Go, go, go. <laughs> You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Reddit, evilavatar.com, Brandon Melendez, 
www.thepodcastnetwork.com. Man, it's hot. Yep. It is, it is hot. Uh, stifling. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. It is just right. No, it is not. I'm, I'm just going to kick you guys out and put an ice pack on my head. 4205 cast off. Conditioner have taken over your podcast, and there's nothing you or your precious China cabinet can do about it. <laughs> help! Help! Save me, China cabinet! Is this the penultimate period for our porcelain protector? The swan song scenario for our civil war savior? The climactic chapter for the crystalline champion? Find out on the 4205 cast. Wait. Why is the air conditioner the bad guy? Don't question my artistic vision! <laughs>